Welcome to the 50 plus one football podcast, your home for all things Bundesliga and now also the Premier League. Joining me for this podcast expansion, as always, the Nemanja Vidic to my real Ferdinand, Billy. <laughs> I enjoyed that one. That was quite a good one. So, I'm quite proud of that one. I <laughs> had a little think about it. but uh, <laughs> So basically, we're expanding because the Premier League is back and we don't want to stop the Bundesliga because it's Lewis's league and it's a league that I love watching as well. And the Premier League is also, let's be honest, the biggest league in the world. So Yeah, I've, I've, I have conceded that at this point. <laughs> I have conceded. <laughs> after, three years, after three years of arguing, I have conceded that fact. So there's going to be some changes. We're not changing a name or anything, but we're adding a Premier League discussion each week and possibly some, big, some of the biggest topics in other world football as well. Uh, so there'll be new intro music and a permanent thumbnail. But for now, this week, we want to talk Premier League for dummies. So with the Premier League returning tomorrow night, we want to talk about the games that are coming, uh, who to look out for, what teams can do what. And yeah, let's dive right in. Going to be a good one. Well, I mean, I guess we can really just launch into the format for starters, because obviously people might be wondering, is the Premier League going to be played out differently in relation to the Bundesliga? Yes, no, that sort of thing, which I guess we can already say now right off the bat. It's much the same as the Bundesliga in terms of stadiums being full or, in this case, not full at all. Yeah, it's going to be weird. And something that's going to be, oh, I don't know, because it's going to be different, but also the same is because the Premier League is using, it's very similar to the Bundesliga, it's using crowd noise from FIFA. Now, I don't know whether that's a dynamic noise that's going to change as and when incidents happen like a foul or a red card there'll be booze ringing out or whether it'll be like FIFA is now and it's just one constant monotonous chant of the same thing and every time Martial scores there's a little tiny in the background you can just hear the little tiny came from France okay calm down we both know that Martial's not gonna be one scoring it's gonna be Rashford but you know we'll ignore that <laughs> on that's so just a brief uh detour very quickly uh, today, Tuesday at time of recording, Marcus Rashford has done something ridiculous. He's got Boris Johnson to overturn his free school uh, dinners in the summer holidays policy. And he's pledged $120 million to feed underprivileged children during the summer, which is just ridiculous. And if he doesn't win Sports Personality of the Year, I genuinely don't know. I mean, he's, done, he's been doing a bunch of stuff. There have definitely been players who have come out of their shells and who, I've, who I'm also saying, you know, I wouldn't have even necessarily expected it of them. But, you know, especially the young players with Rashford doing his bit during the corona epide uh, epidemic already. He's made Because he's made some definitely definite uh, contributions. And, you know, uh, also players like uh, Leon Goretzka and um, Joshua Kimmich, who've started the, the weekly corona initiative. And, you know, have raised millions and millions of euros in order to help I think the best thing is the fact that it's the young players doing it and they've kind of taken the lead on this. Yeah, and like, yeah, Marcus Rashford raised £20 million himself to feed like nearly 3 million kids that, that, that won't have food otherwise. And, you know, going back to the Premier League, yeah. something that, you know, we've not had this before. We said it before with the Bundesliga one. Definitely not. Like Premier League, it's 
so many matches in so many days. And the best thing is they're all televised. I mean, you said it yourself. What was it? A half 12 kickoff, a... Uh, You're going to yeah, have to help me out. So that's Saturday. You've got half 12, Watford v Leicester. Three o'clock, you've got Brighton v Arsenal. Half five, West Ham Wolves. And quarter to eight, Bournemouth v Crystal Palace. And it just, oh, it's just a, we thought That's when the Euros was cancelled that we'd lose our summer of football. But in some sort of weird, twisted way, we've got it back. And it's incredible. And I, I will oh, yeah, it's, every single game. <laughs> you're, gonna have, you're not going to be able to get Billy away from the television on Saturday. It's just going to be, you know, he's glued. <laughs> and gonna, I will be as well. I mean, granted, I'm going to actually have to figure out a way to stream it. Because obviously in Germany, I don't think they're going to get all matches. But, you know. I'll find a way. Where there's a will, there's a way. Exactly. I'm going to become a permanent fixture of my living room this weekend. So, for those that... Oh, couch potato life. Exactly. And for those that are more Bundesliga-based that listen, but, and for those who've just forgotten Premier League football because it's been away for so long, Liverpool are dead set going to win the league. And it hurts. Yeah, there's no question. It hurts to say, because it's like, how you know, watching... I won't be watching them lift the... the Premier League trophy, not out, not purely out of bitterness and spite, but it's like watching another man shag, which is the only way. <laughs> but the rest of the table is so open, like European places. Sheffield United are still in contention for if City's European banners upheld, potentially a Champions League spot if they finish fifth, which is ridiculous. That'd be that'd be unreal, you know. That's that'd be comparable to Kaiserslautern getting promoted to the Bundesliga in 98 and then going on to win the Bundesliga the year they get promoted. That, it'd be that level. It'd almost be on the same level. See, and who said the Bundesliga and the Premier League weren't very similar? Oh, yeah, there you go. I mean, now we've kind of traded places because the Premier League has become a one-horse race the last two years. <laughs> I've really not enjoyed it. Ah, it hasn't, though, because City won it last year, not Liverpool. True, but, you know... You had the added, or basically to add insult to injury, it's both of your major rival teams who have just gone and, you know, demolished the rest of the league. Sorry to rub, the, rub salt in the wounds, but, you know, it has to be done. It's fine because we're going to beat Tottenham on Friday night. In exactly. Front of, I mean, you should all do. Those, uh, all those mosaic fans, all the pictures of the fans, it's fine. Yeah. I'll take any comfort I can at the moment. Exactly, exactly. But I mean, Tottenham v uh, United is not the only big fixture that week because if all goes well, and this is saying this is saying a Liverpool fan perspective, if all goes well and Arsenal would beat City and Liverpool would beat Everton, which, if we're being honest, is probably the more likely of the two to happen because, you know, City, I don't think City will lose to Arsenal. But you never know. But if that does happen, then it could even be a title or Liverpool could secure the title the first week that football is back in England after Corona, which would already be a headline in and of itself. And it's not just that. They would do it at Goodison Park. Can you imagine the clout, the absolute, oh, the bragging they rights would... you have over everyone else in that city? If you win... In Liverpool your... would never let Everton live that down. They just, it just wouldn't happen. It's like at if, all. You, if you, if Bayern, if you watch Bayern Munich win in Borussia Dortmund at the Signal Iduna Park. Yeah, I'd be, that'd be, I think that would be painful. I mean, I don't think anything, well, the, 
the epitome of that kind of pain, obviously, Bayern have felt themselves with uh, the Champions League 2012. But, you know, we're going to ignore that. That is a blank. Uh, that's just a blank in my memory. No, nothing happened that day. <laughs> May 2012. No, nope, nothing, nothing noteworthy of that day on that day. But it's something that's, this is something that's nearly happened before. Because a couple of years ago, Manchester City could have won the Premier League at the Etihad against United. They were 2-0 up at half-time, company and Aguero scored. And then Paul Pogba scored twice and big Chris Smalling got the winner. But the- I can't believe it was Chris Smalling with the winner. My man, Smaldini. Tearing it up in Italy at the moment. But on the subject, I mean, we're, we're we'll expand because maybe we'll even expand into the English and uh, I mean into the Spanish and Italian leagues at some point. But you know, that is a discussion for another day. Exactly. The Premier League just can't get ahead of ourselves. And I can't think about anything else. But on the subject of Paul Pogba, it fits very well into something I've got written down here is the amount of players back from injury now. He's such a huge boost. So Marcus Rashford, obviously was injured. He injured his back against Wolves in the FA Cup and everyone thought he was out. Paul Pogba had been out for ages. Harry Kane for Spurs. Uh, Hume Min Son. Leroy Sane is in contention to be back in the City squad, which if he performs well, could only make Bayern Munich's job that little bit harder. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously that won't, it won't help them when they're trying to get the push down the price for him, but you know, it definitely wouldn't. It, it definitely wouldn't hurt to have him playing a couple of games, you know, for City and trying to get back on his old, you know, to get it back to his old form and uh, before he moves, which I think we can all agree would be a not, it, It'd be a very big surprise if he didn't move to uh, Bayern this summer. I mean, it could work out better for Bayern if they see that he can still produce after being out for so long, because so you know sometimes players come back oh, from yeah, an injury like that and they're not the same player yeah definitely not uh that's that's actually that's one of the things you know i think a lot of Bayern fans will have their eye on is if uh that becomes you know uh, if if this becomes an issue i think he should be fine he's young and he's got the, the talent's definitely there i mean that's undeniable yeah exactly i i'd say it'd be a, it'd be a bit of a harder prediction almost to see where he or to basically predict where his form might be at if he were to say or to be say 28 29 in that area but I think you know the fact that he's only 23 um 24 now he'll actually he'll he'll definitely have a a better chance of finding his old form than if he were a few years older yeah exactly and another thing I want to talk about moving on I want to talk about relegation everyone's some people dread it for other people it's their favorite part you know watching the great escape of a team each season Norwich let you know they're four points off Aston Villa in 19th and they're probably down which at the yeah, start, it's, it's a very it's yeah, yeah it's a very hard one because you know 18 through 20 get relegated straight away and Norwich are are they're already they're already six points off of Bournemouth in 18th given they're also six, six points off of, you know, Watford and West Ham as well. But still, six points is, you know, it's a sizable gap. Yeah, it's six it's points that I can't really see them making up, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but, 
you know, even Brighton in 15th still aren't completely out of it because if West Ham, Bournemouth and Watford have some sort of a small revival and Brighton don't get out of the gate straight away, they're straight back in that fight as well. I was about to say, I'm pretty sure the only ones who can actually count themselves a bit, and I'd say this, I'd still say because, you know, there's still nine games left. So before you, you know, before we start counting any, anyone already safe, I'd say even if Southampton and Newcastle, if they have problems, or even Everton, if they have problems, they could still, you know, you know slide right back in there. Because yeah, it's going to take something quite cataclysmically bad for that. But, you know, they talk about the magic 40-point total to guarantee safety. Exactly. So, theoretically, if you look at that, any of the bo- any of any teams the from tenth down, yeah, exactly. the bottom ten. I mean, I'd say okay. Put it this way: it would be, I'd say, it would be very far fetched if you know, or it, it it would take an it would take a extraordinarily huge amount of bad luck for Everton to you know actually drop into that relegation battle at thirty seven points. But you know, Southampton only only five points ahead of Brighton and you said Brighton could be right back in it. And I'd still go as far to say that Southampton cannot count themselves completely safe yet. Well, exactly. We've seen how teams in the Bundesliga, you know, each team's different and there's no guarantee you're going to come out and win the games that in normal circumstances you probably would. Exactly. Especially in these times right now, because you know, home and away advantage that's gone. Yeah. There's, you know, it's cliche as, as as anything, but the twelfth man isn't there. Yeah, and that was that was the bottom six clubs' biggest um, exactly biggest yeah. issue with playing at neutral venues when that was proposed. It was like, well, what about home and It's like, what? Surely that shouldn't make a blind bit of difference anyway, because you're not going to have fans there at all. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see. Um, you know, in the there was an uh, there was an interesting statistic pulled up by uh, by Sky Germany, which was that in the when they compared the uh, before Corona results and after Corona results, or basically after the restart, um, and they cre- and they compared the home and away wins. The second Bundesliga remained relatively unchanged, and if at all, they had more draws. Um, after the restart, but the percentage of home and away matches won remained relatively unchanged. The Bundesliga, however, saw a massive drop in home, or basically home advantage, and saw a huge increase in away teams winning after the restart. So, you know, it seems to have gone a bit to the, you know, Bundesliga players' heads, obviously, with that 12th man. So, It'll be interesting to see what it does in the Premier League. Yeah, and it's it's obviously it's going to be weird, and it has been weird watching Bundesliga football with no one there. But like I said, this the fake crowd noise provided by FIFA, you know, it's going to provide a bit of atmosphere at home. But yeah, it's not going to make a bit of difference to the teams playing. But well, it'll be interesting to see because you say the fake crowd noise because in Germany they don't actually pay they. It's basically the um, the broadcasters who put that fake crowd noise in. You can actually turn off the fake crowd noise on the broadcast, and you can hear basically just the eerie silence of 
a match played behind closed doors. So I don't know. If, I don't exactly know if the Premier League are following a similar thing or if they're actually going to play, you know, over the sound system in the stadium. They'll actually play some kind of fan chant. Who knows? Um, maybe you'll have, maybe you've got some more insights on that. No, no, I literally think it is just Sky, BT, Amazon Prime and the BBC playing fake noise. Like, obviously, like the, just the broadcast is not going to be played out throughout the stadium because I think... I mean, I've actually wondered about that as to why they don't do that because, I would, you know, you would think the stadium, the stadium sound system is definitely loud enough. And, you know, just to give a little bit more of a, you know, actual match day feel... I don't understand why they wouldn't do it. I think because obviously you'd know it was fake, and yeah, uh, you know I I can't talk because I'm not a prof- you know I'm nowhere near being a professional footballer, but if you know it's fake, then surely that's not as much of a motivation. So just some things to look out for this week in the Premier League before we wrap up this quick episode. Man City, Arsenal, if Arsenal do win that, like Lewis said earlier, Liverpool could win the league at Goodison Park on Sunday in the Merseyside Derby. As well as that, the other, you know, players coming back fit, it'll be interesting to see how how well Harry Kane does, how, how well Son does, whether Fernandes and Pogba can work at United, whether Marcus Rashford goes straight back into that team, which he probably will, let's be honest. Yeah. So it's been a quick one this week. Uh, but there will be more to come and hopefully better to come. I'm looking forward to the Premier League. I will be watching every single game that's televised. Obviously. <laughs> I don't know why I'm <laughs> at this point. I really don't. Obviously. Obviously. And, yeah, I look forward to talking to you guys again soon. That's all from us this week. See Goodbye. you guys soon. Take Bye. care.